certainly good to see everybody here today as we continue on uh, in the book of Philippians. So if we will go directly to Philippians, the fourth chapter. Philippians, the fourth chapter, verses six through nine will be our focus today. Philippians chapter four. Verses 6 through 9. And when you find that, if we could stand in reverence unto the reading of God's holy word. And I'm reading from the New King James Version. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, Whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. Thank you. And you may be seated. And just want to go back to verse 6. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And our message today is if peace is what you're looking for, if peace is what you're looking for, let us bow our heads. Dear Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you for this day. Lord, I thank you for the opportunity to preach and teach your holy word. And now, Lord, I just ask for guidance from your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, lead and guide me through this message. Cause me to say what you want me to say. Cause me to teach what you want me to teach. And cause us to receive it in our hearts in our souls, in our minds. Cause us to be readers, hearers, and doers of your holy word. Lord, we just give you thanks, we give you honor, we give you praise, and we give you glory. I ask this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. As we look at our message here today, is peace what you're looking for. I wonder if anybody here today 
that you are looking for peace. Paul shows the way to a lasting peace within these scriptures is to stop worrying and to trust God in everything, in all facets of our lives. Look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. It's in him that we find the answer of peace. As we begin and we jump in here to, to verse 6, be anxious for nothing. That is, stop worrying. Stop worrying, stop whining, fretting, fussing, cussing, and arguing. <laughs> stop all of that. All of us have been guilty of it at one time or another. You have a bad day, and there, there you go, just everything. You complain about it. You fret about it. Nobody around you can do anything right. Theodore Roosevelt said, complaining about a problem without a solution is called whining. Time for all of us in the body of Christ, stop whining so much. You know, I just hear people all the time, they complain, 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 and no solution, but want to complain with no solution, which is whining. And that's for all of us today. If peace is what you're looking for, be anxious for nothing, Paul said. He was telling the church at Philippi, he was giving them the answer. He was now going to give them the steps to have peace. In the earlier scriptures, it talked about the two ladies, Euodia and Sintish. They had a disagreement, and now it was out amongst the people. It was causing discord. But he was giving the answer now. How to be anxious for nothing. How to not worry about nothing. I don't know about you, but I want to find out what this is all about. Be anxious for nothing. He didn't say some things. He didn't say it's all right, though, to be anxious for the little things. He said be anxious for nothing. Don't worry about a thing. He said there in the earlier chapters in Philippians what we've learned, that to live is Christ and to die is gain. So in essence, it's a win-win situation. We're all winners here today. Whether we live or whether we die, we live for Christ and we die for Christ. We're winners. Everybody here is a winner today. I don't know about you, but when you win, when I win, it's an excitement in me. When I played sports, it's an undescribable excitement. My daughter and I, we went to the uh, UT football game yesterday. I'm a Vandy guy, so it's kind of hard to sit there. <laughs> but she loves UT. 
and we go every year. And I know one of the guys on the team, Ty Chandler, the running back, but I say that to say it was a big victory yesterday. Everybody was excited. Everybody was high-fiving. Everybody was singing chants. They were winners. What about being winners in the body of Christ? I get that same excitement about the fact that to live is Christ and to die is gain. It gets even better when they put me in the ground. It gets even better. That corruptible shall be raised incorruptible. If peace is what you're looking for, you're at the right place today. Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication. In everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. We have to combine those three things to pray without ceasing. And when we pray to believe what we're praying about and supplication, supplication means to ask, to request, to plead humbly, even to beg. I don't know about you, but I'm not too proud to beg the Lord for his favor. And that may be a problem with some of us sometimes, that you are too proud to beg. Sometimes you just got to go down on your knees and humble yourselves before the Lord. We all have to. And don't be too proud to beg. I wasn't too proud to beg my wife for her phone number years ago when I first met her. I met her at the YMCA, and, and I kept seeing her looking at me in the mirror. She'll deny this. She'll deny it. But after it was over, after she got through and she went outside, and it was cold, man. It was about 30 degrees. And I said, I got to find out who this lady is. So I ran out there, and I was begging. I really was <laughs> for her phone number. So if I can beg a person, my wife here today, for a phone number, surely I can go down on my knees. Surely I can make my request known to the Lord and ask for his favor in my life and over my life. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and Supplication. Supplication is, is used 60 times in the Bible. It's important to plead with God, to ask for God's favor in our lives. But it says with thanksgiving. It's so important that we don't leave off with thanksgiving in our hearts. 
In everything, give thanks because this is the will of God concerning you in Christ Jesus. So when we pray to God, when we make supplication unto him, when we ask, when we plead or when we beg, it's with thanksgiving. Even before we get started praying, thank you, Lord, for life today. It's because of you today that I live, move, and have my very being. It's because of you that I found myself in my right mind today. It's because of you that I had food on my table this morning, that I have clothes on my back, and that I have transportation, that I have a roof over my head, that I have a reasonable portion of health and strength. If peace is what you're looking for, in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. You know, the Bible says to pray without ceasing, pray one for another. There's a time to pray with each other. But there's a time when you need to go into your prayer closet, when it's just between you and God. And don't be like the hypocrites standing and praying long prayers and on the corners of the street for everybody to see. But go into your prayer closet. And what you pray in secret, he shall reward you openly. When we spend a lot of time praying, in secret, the Lord rewards us openly. People see you and they know you're blessed. It's just on you. It's evident about you that you've been praying in secret, that you have a relationship with God Almighty through Jesus Christ. Everything has to come through Jesus Christ. If peace is what you're looking for, let your requests be made known to God. Sometimes, and I have to work on this sometimes, we think that the Lord has, and he does, but he doesn't want to use ESP all the time. He's omniscient. He knows everything. But we make our requests known in our minds. I don't know about you, but sometimes I'm praying just in my mind. But the Lord wants us to open our mouth and let your request be known unto God. In the earlier verse there, in verse 5 of this same chapter, he instructed the people, let your gentleness or your moderation be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. So let people see your humbleness, your moderation, because the Lord is at hand. And that carries over into this scripture. The Lord is at hand. So let your requests be known. He's listening. He's watching us all the time because he's omnipresent. We have not many times because we ask not. 
All we got to do is open our mouths and believe. The Lord will move mountains out of our pathways in life. Only we just have the faith of a mustard seed. If peace is what you're looking for, and the peace of God, when we do these things, when we stop worrying, and in everything we go in prayer unto the Lord, we make our requests known. The peace of God, which passes, surpasses all understanding, it comes. The peace of God invades us. See, we're in spiritual warfare. And when we follow the instructions of the Lord, the peace of God will come upon us. It will come in us. And it will guard our hearts and our minds. That's a great thought to think about. I've been thinking about that this week. When I'm at peace, my heart, my mind, everything is just, it's humming. And even when things are going on around me, trials and tribulations, and you find yourself still having that peace, which surpasses, that is to go beyond the understanding of man. It's a great thing. And if you're looking for peace today, take hold of what I'm preaching. These are not Tim's words. These are the words of the Lord coming from the teachings of Paul, inspired by his Holy Spirit. This peace of God, this is just not any type of peace. This is just not any simple kind of peace. We're talking about that peace from Mark, the fourth chapter, when Jesus said, let us go unto the other side. As they were in the boat and the storm came up and the water began to fill the boat. And Jesus had gotten into the stern of the boat with a pillow, it says, and went to sleep. That's the peace of God. And they said unto him, do you not care that we are going to perish? They were worried. They were anxious. But Jesus rebuked the wind and he spoke to the sea and said, peace, be still. The peace of God will cause calm because it says then that everything became calm. The peace of God brings calm in our lives. It's a peace that goes beyond the understanding, the, our own comprehension in the natural mind. We can't understand it. Because the disciples said, what kind of man is this? that can speak to the winds and cause it to cease. What kind of man is this that can cause us to stop sinning and to pick up our cross, deny ourselves, 
and to follow him daily and to become new creatures in Christ Jesus. What kind of man is this? That is the Lord Jesus Christ. Everybody's in such wonderment about Kanye. And Kanye's been touched by the Lord. He's been saved. What are we so surprised about? I'm not surprised because if he can change me, he can change anybody. And if you're honest with yourself, if he changed you, yeah, he can change Kanye. Because all of us, without the Spirit of God, all of us are just about $5 worth of dirt. And that's it. Without the Spirit of God, but with the Holy Spirit, we become a peculiar people, a holy nation, a royal priesthood. We are mighty in the sight of the Lord if peace is what you're looking for. And this peace that I'm talking about, it comes through Christ. This peace of God which will guard your hearts and minds, it says, through Christ Jesus. We got to have Jesus if we want this peace of God. We have to die to self. Paul said in Galatians 2 and 20, I have been crucified with Christ. You have to ask yourself the question today. This is a personal thing. Have you been crucified with Christ? Take a minute to pause. Have you been crucified with Christ? Paul said, it is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Got to have faith if we want to please God. I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. We got to take that personal. I take it as Jesus loved me. He loved old Tim and he gave himself for me. Are you going to take it personal? that he loves you, that he gave himself for you. But first, have you been crucified with Christ? Because in order for us to be resurrected with Christ, we first have to die with Christ. Got to let yourself go back over 2,000 years ago as he hung upon the cross in the spiritual realm of your mind. Have you died with him? Did you suffer with him? Did you realize that the blood that was shed was for the remission of your sins? And that now because of your faith, you have the promise of everlasting life. That make me just want to run around this place. I'm living forever. It's appointed for man to die once and then comes the judgment. But I'm not going to die that second death. 
I'm living on in eternity because my name is written in the book of life. And you saw that in the scriptures last week. Is your name written in the book of life? Rejoice again, I say rejoice because your name is written in the book of life. If peace is what you're looking for, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts. Colossians 3 and 15. Not only will it guard your heart, the peace of God will rule your heart. But we have to let it. We have that choice. Will you let the peace of God rule your heart? Will we let him take over? You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts you. Isaiah 26 and 3. Got to keep our mind stayed on Jesus. Each and every day, got to keep our mind stayed on him. Why? Because we trust him. Because the peace comes through Jesus. Want to go quickly as we wind this message down to Colossians. The first chapter. And you can just listen if you like or go to Colossians, the first chapter, verse 19. For it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell and by him to reconcile all things to himself by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. Made peace with who? Made peace with God on our behalf through the blood of his cross. And you who once were alienated, and enemies in your mind by wicked works. Yet now he is reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and blameless and above reproach in his sight. He can present Kanye. He can present you. He can present me. But here's the kicker. If indeed you continue in the faith, will you continue in the faith, grounded and steadfast, and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel, which you heard, which was preached to every creature under heaven, of which I, Paul, became a minister. So continuing in the faith, being steadfast, immovable, like a tree planted by the water. Verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. <coughs> to sum it up, anything that's just, pure and lovely. Think on it. Think on it. Anything that's praiseworthy of the Lord that gives him praise and honor and glory, meditate on it, it says. That is, 
focus, to focus on it carefully and deeply. We have to meditate on this thought today as you leave here today and go home about if peace is what you're looking for. Well, now we've found it right here in God's holy word. And even though sometimes we get off track, get back on track. Let this mind be in you which was in Christ Jesus. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do. Now, Paul had spent a lot of time with the church at Philippi. And keep in mind, think about it, that within about two years, Paul is now, Paul is going to be dead. He's going to be executed. Paul had had things revealed to him from the Lord that now he was passing on and he had passed on to the believers in Christ. Be, remember that he said, be imitators of me as I imitate Christ. So all of us are to be imitators of Christ, to be readers, hearers, and here's the kicker, doers of God's word. A lot of times we're readers, we're hearers. We'll leave off at doing. And we say, well, God's grace is sufficient for me. To be readers, hearers, and doers, knowing that we have God's grace, we're covered by his grace. But Jesus said, if you love me, Keep my commandments. That is to love your neighbor as yourself. He said, by this, people shall know, by this, people shall know that you are my disciples by the love that you have toward one another. That's how people know us, by the love that we express toward one another. That's where the peace comes from. Before we can love each other, we got to love God with all our heart, soul, and mind. And then love our neighbor as ourselves. But we can't do that if we don't love God first. Because he first loved me. He first loved you and he's looking for love in return if peace is what you're looking for the things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me these do and the God of peace will be with you just keep in mind as we close this message I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do it. I can forgive others when they get on my last nerves, when they do me wrong. I can forgive them. Why is that? Because the Lord has forgiven me. 
A lot of times in our self-righteousness, we forget about our sin. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. All of us, when we go home today, ought to take a good look in the mirror and say only by his grace. Only by his grace am I saved. It's not by my good works. It's not by the facade or the image that I portray around everyone. But it's only by his grace and his mercy. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good for his mercy endures forever. All of my days upon this earth and your days upon this earth, his mercy endures forever for generations to come after us. His mercy endures forever. Isn't that good news? That's what the gospel of Jesus Christ is, good news. I hope you leave here today full of life and good news because there's the power of life and death in the tongue. And I'm trying to speak life in everybody in here. Speak life into one another. Speak life into your family. That's what Paul was doing to the church at Philippi. He was speaking life into them. He was getting ready to check out of this place but he was speaking life. And then lastly, remember that Jesus said, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. The Lord gives peace to all of us, not like the world does, but only like he can. Let us bow our heads. Dear Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for this day. Lord, thank you for this message. Thank you for our church. Thank you for everybody that was here today. Lord, we know when your word goes forth, it will not come back void. Lord, we just give you honor. We give you praise. Lord, we give you glory. Thank you for letting us live another day. We just thank you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.